0: In a world filled with intergalactic
1: space battles, metahuman destruction on a global scale, and psychopathic serial hauntings, there's only one team who can make sense of it
0: all. When your world is overrun with rampant pop culture, call Luminary Larry Guardian.
1: <laughs> I, I ducked that time good, I avoided was, the explosion There's some shrapnel I know <laughs> I've learned when it's coming And I get out of the way <laughs> You've timed it just perfectly It only took me five episodes <laughs>
0: Well, thank God you're all right. And it's another episode of Loop and Larry, Guardians of Geek. I'm Loop. And I'm Larry. And we are back with another episode jam-packed full of news and all sorts of, like, ridiculousness.
1: We can't get enough of the ridiculousness. That's pretty much all we do all day long is be ridiculous. That's how we
0: do it. So. Every episode, we talk a little bit about the news. And last week, and usually there's some trailers that come out and things like that. So last week, we talked about Frozen. Frozen 2. Frozen 2 in the yes. last episode. And uh, apparently, we were talking about two different things. Completely opposite things. Okay, let's, so, let's take a quick listen to this. Okay. This is what we said last week. And I was talking about the Frozen trailer. And this was my description of it. I had no idea what was going on in this. And I'm like, why is Elsa or whoever kicking the head off a, of a snowman? Or is that a different character? Yeah. I didn't know.
1: Okay, well, there you go. (laughs) Okay, so let me just tell you what I was thinking at that moment. Okay. I was thinking... Did I watch the wrong trailer? Because I don't remember any heads getting kicked off any snowmen in this trailer at all. But then I thought, okay, maybe I missed maybe I missed a whole section of the trailer, and you <laughs> saw it. So I just went with it. I just totally let you go, and yep, something got kicked. I don't know what it was, but you saw it. I didn't. Okay, so then what happened? So then, you, it must have been bugging you for days. It was. Because you came back, what?
0: I've watched this trailer like a hundred times, and I can't find this part you're talking about where she kicks the head off the snowman. And so then I said, you know what, I'm gonna find it. So I started looking for it. I found it, but then realized that well first I found the the trailer for the new movie. And yeah. I'm like, this looks nothing like <laughs> the one I saw. And then I started digging further and I'm like, I'm sure I saw this scene. Well it ends up I watched the first trailer for the first movie.
1: <laughs> but well, having I, never seen the first movie, you didn't even I know. Didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> It's so ridiculous. I literally was going frame by frame thinking, it is in here. There's got to be – he saw it. Loop saw the, the kick. But nope, he didn't. I was told that in a, a different trailer watching a whole different well, – I
0: was wondering why Elsa was – or it's Elsa. Which was the redhead? Uh,
1: uh Anna's the Anna, – yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I don't know why she was kicking the head off of
1: Olub or Olaf or whatever his name is or Oliver. I think you just need to stop talking about this. Olub. Uh, uh, <laughs> It's like I know it's something like that. Olaf. Olaf, Olaf. okay. <laughs> so she kisses his head. I'm like, why? Doesn't she know him? Like, I thought she knew him. And that's why, well, because... she didn't at that point. Right. Everybody knows everybody now. <laughs>
0: oh. oh, my God. That was so no, funny. No. I just had no clue I was watching the wrong trailer. No, but because I, th- I watched a bit of the new one. I was like, what is going on? This is not the same one. And when I went back and listened to the conversation between the two of us, it was like we were both talking about different <laughs> movies, but no one acknowledged that we, hadn't, no. we
1: didn't understand what we were
0: talking about. It no. was so weird.
1: Yeah, uh, but I do. I feel completely redeemed now. I feel. <laughs> I feel much better. This was like days of pl- of it plaguing me. <laughs> oh God!
0: Well, let's let's try it again and okay. see if this time I've watched all the right things. Let's right. go to the news. We have a minute
1: and a half. So it's my responsibility to tell the control room and New York that we won't be ready. Uh, I will be ready
0: in 84 seconds. And now the news with loop and Larry.
1: <laughs> okay. Still Everybody take a deep breath. We're going to try to get this right. Okay. There's a lot on here. I hope you've seen it all. <laughs> so, let's start right off the top with TV. Okay. As we always do. Yes. So, it seems like our TV news and our movie news are are clashing. Oh, our God. worlds are colliding. What now? <laughs> our <laughs> I don't know Movies are coming to the small screen. We, we've known this for a while, and it just keeps happening. Yes. So we have uh, – the, the newest information we have is that Gremlins yep. is now being made into an animated TV show uh, that will be streaming on Warner Media. Okay. Uh, so I don't know if we'll see it in Canada. I'm not sure how that's going to work. Uh, but it's going to be a prequel to the movies, and it's going to star Gizmo and a very young Mr. Wing. I love how it's an animated, but it's a prequel. Yes.
0: Like we have to know this, and like we have to we have to fit it into the timeline. Exactly. Like, like when Rubik, the amazing cube, was on no. when we were when we were kids, I had to know where it fit in. Was That's it nice. before Cubert? Was it after? I don't know.
1: I don't know. <laughs> well, we're gonna know where this fits in because it's it's before.
0: <laughs> so, why well, I don't understand, like, what kid? I don't. I, I guess it depends whether it's adult animation or kid animation. But what kid really knows Gremlins that well?
1: What. Well, and, well, and even the bigger question is, did we really care to see a young Mr. Wing? <laughs> well, that's what he was, was like a as a kid. Yes. Okay. I've been wondering for years, what was he like as a young a young Mr. Wing? <laughs> what, what, I don't know. Anyway, it's coming. That's okay. all we know about okay. well,
0: it. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll do a full review when it comes out. We'll you know we like. will. We'll watch
1: yeah. the whole thing. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, um, Obi-Wan. A yep. little Star Wars news here. Yes. Obi-Wan uh, is getting his own TV show. <laughs> so he was at one point supposed to have a spin-off movie, right. a Star Wars story, Obi-Wan, the St- a Star Wars story. That was scrapped in light of the uh, Solo debacle, <laughs> uh, unfortunately. Um, but now he is going to be uh, given his own TV show. Well, that's and, cool, actually. It is actually really cool. And even cooler, it's starring Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. Which makes perfect sense. It does. I think that's cool that they're they like he would do the movie. I think so too. And he's for years said that he wanted to he wanted to come back and reprise that role. So yeah. it's awesome that he's getting to do that. Um, and apparently it's going to take place between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Okay. So it's leading into the original trilogy. Um, and this is this is all information from uh, StarWarsNews.net. Uh, so it's pretty reliable. Um, Yeah. So that's I think that's exciting. And and I think with this with the new Disney streaming service, I think we're going to see a lot more of of this sort of Star Wars um, television production.
0: It's again, they're going back to the before, like the prequel stuff instead of moving forward with that series. But this one's cool just because you and in it.
1: Well, it is. And it's a six part series. So it's going to be like six hours. They're going to have a lot of time to tell whatever story they're going to tell. So it's going to be an interesting take on it. So we'll see how that goes. What else do we have? Oh, um, so uh, back in the day, <laughs> oh, <no>. when Luke <laughs> and I were little people, <laughs> we, used to, we used to obsess over the Sid and Marty Croft shows. We loved them, we watched them all. The first Sid and Marty Croft sort of production, they didn't produce, they did some set designing, some costume, was called Banana Splits. <laughs>
0: I feel like there's like a one banana, two banana in here somewhere. Here it are, yeah. Oh. oh, there it is.
1: Why does this water make me kill somebody? <laughs> <laughs> what a perfect segue into what's happening with this with this show because it is being rebooted um, on uh, on sci-fi. As a horror, what? A horror thriller show? <laughs> this was like this was the epitome of a of a kids show back in 1968, 69. I think I it just was... remember them
0: going down slides and yes, things, and it was, was just were, wacky. Was, was There's was a lot of goobie. sped up
1: video in it yes it was like the it was like like the Benny Hill Benny Hill shows for 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 kids kids. yeah Yeah, exactly what it was yeah there's a lot of bonky people on the head with like oversized hammers and that sort of (laughs) thing but it was absolutely a kid's show there was no question about that it was kind of creepy but it was a it was a kid's show now they're bringing it back as a full-blown horror television show where apparently uh, a kid and, and his mother go to a taping of banana splits and they're yeah. in the studio and then things go horribly wrong for them so i don't know i don't know if they are attacked by the you know foam rubber creatures i don't know how that's gonna go imagine Maybe, just being like in the dark and you hear that music just start yeah. just start coming in i'd be out of there pretty quick that's pretty horrific really <laughs> it on its own so i think i mean i will be first in line to watch this thing in my in my living room because it's on tv but i i was a big fan of the show so i'm kind of excited to see where they take this one uh, what else? Oh, speaking of horror, of course, uh, The Haunting of Hill House. Yes, great series. Excellent series. One of the best of last year has been given uh, as season two. Yep. Uh, it is actually coming out in 2020, but they've announced that this is now going to be an anthology series. Uh, so the next uh, season is not going to be about Hill House at all, nor will it have any of the cast from that show. It's going to be called The Haunting of Bly Manor. Okay. Yep. And Bly Manor was the featured home in uh, a book called uh, *Turn of the Screw*, um, and that movie actually was made in the, I think, believe in the nineteen sixties into a movie called *The Innocents*. So. It's had a bit of a history. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so it's 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 essentially about uh, a nanny who's looking after some children, and the children's and the family starts seeing ghosts, and the children start going bananas. <laughs> <laughs> so. Na, 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 na. <laughs> See, don't we put it all together? <laughs> yeah. Everything we talk about has a link. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so that's what that's going to be. Um, but it's I think it's kind of exciting that every season will be a, a new. Haunting.
0: Yeah, I knew Haunting, which is par- – I like those anthology series a lot. they yeah. kind of quietly brought them in, and it's like it's – they're very cool.
1: I, I think they're cool because you don't have to commit to watching every season if you don't want to. You yeah. can jump in. You can rewatch one season or another, and I just – I think it's cool. I really like the anthology. Speaking of that, uh, another one that's coming to TV is Creepshow. Which was another movie back now, it's on the small screen. So, Creepshow is being made into a, a, a TV series, um, and it's being, uh, the show owner is Greg Nicotero. He's producing. From The Walking Dead. From The Walking Dead. So there's a, a good uh, pedigree behind this And the history the of horror, Eli
0: Roth, he's on that too. He's in, That's in the, right. Uh, he's yeah. in the, the round table with uh, Rob Zombie. That's he says right. about two
1: words in the, does, in the show. Like Rob Zombie's <laughs> so interesting. I'm like, say more. No, <laughs> he's more of a listener yeah, he than a talker. To listen, but he says something, <laughs> though you listen. Vincent. It's true. Um, so yeah, so this is coming uh, coming to the small screen. And uh, apparently they're going to be producing some as yet unannounced Stephen King stories as part of Creep Show. So it's oh, gonna cool. have yeah, it's gonna have that kind of content. And Stephen King's pretty hot right now yeah. with it and and Pet Cemetery. Um, I think I think there's gonna be a lot of potential with this one. The other one, um, which
0: is an anthology coming out as well, is um, the Twilight Zone.
1: Yes, with, is that Jordan Peele yes. as well? That yeah. guy's doing everything. He's he is. Like,
0: he's like hot right now with he all is. the horror stuff. But it's uh, it,
1: I saw the trailer for it. and It looks really cool. It really looks cool, and it looks like they're going to be remaking some of the original stories. It was the the airplane where the Gremlin yeah, actually yeah, which yeah. has been like spoofed by like everything. Yeah, by Simpsons and things. Yeah. yeah. So it looks like they're remaking that. So they will be revisiting some of the original uh, Twilight Zone episodes, but in a new way. And I think that's really cool. It is funny how Jordan Peele is now like the king of horror. Yeah, and all then of a he sudden, started as but, a comic,
0: but he, he does it in such a cool way <laughs> yeah. that it's a little bit different. Now I don't know if that if it's gonna wear thin after a while, but I, for right
1: now, he's awesome. Oh right yeah, now, keep keep him coming. Absolutely, I, I think he's great. He's like the new James. He's the new James Wan. Yeah, of horror. <laughs> Loop. You could talk a little bit more about this. Probably is the uh, Marvel TV series that have been sadly canceled.
0: Yeah, they're just axing these things like crazy. They've got uh, Jessica Jones. Uh, the Punisher, uh, Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, which were all the defenders. Yeah. All those series are canceled now. So cool. uh, Jessica Jones, Punisher were the last two to go. I think they're all heading over to the Marvel streaming network. The, but there's, the prob- streaming. Yep. there's probably some sort of deal where they can't say it yet, and you know there's some sort of contract thing. But Netflix and Disney are, are kind of button heads on a lot of a lot of projects and a lot yeah. of things. Like
1: so. I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. I think it's the Netflix can say they're canceled because they're done at Netflix, but you know how things go nowadays. Some yeah. other network will pick them up. Of course, Disney is going to keep them going because they're good shows. So yeah. why would they just ax them? So yeah. it's a it's a sign of of things to come. I think that
0: uh, it's going to be uh, interesting. That like I mean, there is going to be so many streaming series. Like it's it's almost like cable is secondary and it's all about the streaming services yeah. and it's it, like and you're going to pay as much for ca- as, as you do for cable for streaming services yes. right now but it's going to be interesting to see the Netflix versus Disney because Disney owns everything and that's yeah. going to be very interesting when they go head to
1: head it's true and and as soon as start Disney starts making their own content for their streaming services it's going to be it's going to be tough to compete with yeah it's going to yeah. be crazy I think that's that's really interesting um, the last bit of TV news I have isn't really TV exactly but it is a Stranger Things story. Uh, not that Stranger Things isn't interesting on TV, but it's going to be even more interesting now that it's got its own Dungeons and Dragons game. <laughs> that is
0: so awesome.
1: <laughs> and Luke used to be a, a dungeon master, oh, didn't he? I it? was
0: like, yeah, I was the dungeon master <laughs> um, fighting Demi-Gorgons. <laughs> no, it was, uh, I played a lot of D&D as a kid, and I still played like, not even, like, probably about 10 years ago, yeah. I, I played with a group for a little while, and uh, but it gets intense. Like, yes. you can only play, I only can play for a while, and then I have to get out but it's uh but it's it's a lot of fun. And the game's great if you haven't played it. And if this is your gateway into the game, then try it out and see what it's like. But it, it, it's interesting to see
1: what they would do. Absolutely. Well, and it's perfect because that's how Stranger Things started yeah. the ver- first season. They were playing D&D essentially yeah. and so it started so it's it was inevitable that it'd have a, its own game but I think it's kind of cool and it actually comes with a little demigorgon piece and a separate Demi-Gorgon piece that you can paint yourself. What? I know. Double <laughs> oh, the fun. Those are called miniatures, Lawrence. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm, I'm a geek. I'm not quite that level of geek. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, go on. Hey, all right. Go on. So that's what we've got for TV news. Um, let's go on to the movie news. Movie news news this week? Well, the big news obviously is the Oscars uh, just recently happened. Yes. Uh, well, any thoughts on those?
0: I liked being in bed by eleven seventeen this that year. That was nice. You know what they did? They didn't really do a lot. They is, uh, uh, watching the show because we both have worked in TV. You work in TV now. I yep. worked in TV, but the production, the w- the way they did it was they just sped through it. It like, yes. was like and without a host, they'd have to do that 17 minute monologue. They yep. cut out like uh, a lot of like a lot of the little things in between. All yep. usually they do those like movie packages where they show a lot of the clips from old movies. Yep. Um, and they started at eight because normally from eight to eight thirty, there's some sort of pre-show yep. where they talk to people on the red carpet. Out. They just went right yep. in. <laughs> Done by love. It was perfect.
1: Yeah. It I was, loved it. it was really good. I thought it flowed really well. it moved it moved quickly. I thought it was interesting enough. Um, I think a lot of the awards went to the people we sort of thought were yeah. going to get them, yeah. except for the controversy with Green Book and not going to Black Klansmen. yeah, and there's that I don't know if that controversy will quiet down anytime soon. And I honestly think that Spike Lee should probably have gotten director. I think song. he should have as well. Yeah. Um, did you see Roma? Yes.
0: Yeah, I, I was like, Roma, was, Roma looked beautiful. Oh, it was a yeah. beautiful-looking movie. I still think they Spike Lee should have gotten director. I did, too. I,
1: and I, I enjoyed, like, we watched Roma all the way through for the two hours and 15 minutes, so it kept our attention. It was beautiful to look at, and the story was intriguing enough. But my wife and I were watching, and we both kind of said to ourselves during the Oscar broadcast, did we watch this movie wrong? Because we're not quite getting the hype. We yeah. didn't quite. Yeah. I mean, it was beautiful and it was well done, but I, I just think it didn't have the same impact that Black Klansman did or Green Book. I, I yeah. was a little bit. Green Book surprised. was great. Like oh, I, yeah, I think I many really the movies were,
0: were. I thought the favorite was the only one I really struggled with of yeah. that of that group. But it's, it, but it stuck with me a few days yes. after. So I think I liked it better than I thought I did. But when I watched it the first time, though, I did think it looked cool. I liked it. It was a little dark. Like, yeah, it was, it was it, almost but, like
1: a weird. Uh, medieval, or, uh, you know, Victorian-era uh, fairy tale. Yeah, it was, like, it ver- was very, very odd. Strange, like, an Alice in Wonderland kind of look. Yeah, it was very, very odd. <laughs> yeah. But
0: uh, for geek-wise, um, Black Panther uh, got best of mid- uh, original music score, yep. costume and production uh, design, it was nominated for two others, but I thought that was awesome. That's the first yeah. time I think Marvel's won. Has, has any other movies won an I, Oscar? I, don't I think can't. It has. I can't think off the top of my head. I think that might have been the first one. And yeah. then Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Yes. Like people were losing their minds. Like that. <laughs> this is one. But it's cool because it's not a Pixar. It's yep. not like it's it's its own thing. And that movie came out of nowhere. I saw it in the theater with my kids, and it was
1: great. I yeah. loved it. Yeah, I thought that was. I thought it was a nice break from. The expected, like mm-hmm. that, it wasn't it wasn't a Pixar movie or it wasn't a DreamWorks. I thought it was it was great. It was it was a good year for Marvel. Yeah, they, they did yeah. great
0: And that movie. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's got a lot of
1: heart and it's like it's not what you think it is. It's yeah. it's good. Cool. So that's what happened with the Oscars. What else do we have? Oh, um, Hulk Hogan is getting his own biopic, but not an Oscar. But probably not an Oscar. <laughs> no, uh, but he is getting a a Marvel uh, veteran to play him, Chris Hemsworth, which is very odd. Yeah, that but, is, seems strange to me too. But I guess blonde hair. But he, yeah, but he is he
0: is pumped. Like he's pretty, yeah. he's a pretty good sized guy, right? Like, That's so true. It,
1: and he is a real American. Yeah, and no, he's, he's gonna, not actually. He's not American. Isn't he like Australian? He's Australian or oh, something. He's, so he's not, he's not, not even a real American.
0: American. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think he'd be, he'll do a fine job. It'll yeah. it'll be good. Like it's going to be interesting. There's a lot. To Hogan's story and how they they got him and used him to like to market him, yeah, and uh, there's. He basically launched the WWF into the non-territory sort of um, system, into like a full, like national world system, right? Like yeah. so. And Hogan was the was the person that helped do it, and it was awesome. So this Absolutely. this focuses on the early years of Hulkamania, and I read. Uh, so Bradley Cooper is one of the producers, and Eric Bischoff, who started WCW and made it massive, right. um, are the producers on it. But uh, Ric Flair decided that Bradley Cooper should play him. The, really? Yeah. Is Ric Flair even in the movie? I don't, I don't know. even know. Does is is that to like, work? How does he know he's yeah. even in the movie? Yeah. But I mean, Ric Flair was definitely around at that time, but he wasn't with WWE. He was with like um, he was with WC or NWA at that point. So right. But it was it was
1: funny. But, but does he have enough pull that he could just say, I want Bradley Cooper to play me? Woo! I don't know. Is that a thing he could do? I guess he can. <laughs> so that's coming. Um, what else do we have? Oh, A Nightmare on Elm Street or Nightmare on Elm Street? Na- <laughs> before <no>. Christmas. <laughs> yes, a Nightmare, a Nightmare on Elm Street before Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> it's a mashup movie. <laughs> Sorry, Nightmare on Oh, I'm stuck on Nightmare on Elm Street. Is it Nightmare, Nightmare before, before Christmas? Christmas. Yes. yes. <laughs> we'll get it, it eventually, is, it, probably not. But anyway, <laughs> it is getting apparently getting a sequel. And this one might actually be a live action version rather than a stop motion animation. So, I'm not sure if they're going to CG c- animate Jack Skellington and in a real and, world, a real or, world. if he comes to New York and has to survive and uh, I, don't <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know I don't know how they're going to do that but apparently that's uh, that's an, a next step for Disney
0: I, I just, I'd like I, know, I personally would like to see some new stories and some new yes. things happening rather than just them remaking stuff and, and a lot of the things we've been talking about the last few weeks have all just been remakes Damn. coming out of it's like this is, is going to be the year of the remake absolutely
1: that's what it sounds like or the like.
0: reboot or the whatever yeah. yeah
1: whether it's even whether it's on the big screen or the small screen it's all Familiar yeah. stuff that's that's happening again. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of which, here's another one. Are, are you afraid of the dark? Oh no! Do you, <laughs> do you remember this show? This was yeah, like this was this was Canadian. It was on YTV. Yes, yeah. And it then like, it was also
0: I think on Nickelodeon at yes, one point, right? Nickelodeon,
1: yeah, yeah. It was it was the Canadian version of Goosebumps. Yes. So it was like the kids, like, like the. Family-friendly, scary TV show, and it, I have I, they, they I get remember watching, They'd say sorry. Yes, after. they would. Yes. Sorry, sorry for scaring sorry, you. Sorry. sorry about that. Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, apparently, it's getting a movie. So now we've got the small screen going to the big screen. Yeah, there you go. Yep. So it is getting a movie. Again, um, no ideas. So, yep, <laughs> pulling them out again. But you know, there you go. Uh, so um, something, something new. Although it is another sequel, um, is a movie called Three from Hell. And this is we've already talked about him once today. Let's talk about him again. Rob Zombie. <laughs> nice. Uh-huh. Is uh is creating a a sequel to uh, the devil's the devil's rejects, which right. was a sequel to House House of a thousand, thousand corpses. Yep. So this is like I don't know if this is the last of of his trilogy i don't know how that's going to go but anyway it's it's another version and quite honestly i thought those two movies were terrific yeah they're totally two different movies yeah they're devil's rejects i should watch again it was a little it was a little more tarantino
0: it was but i loved house of a thousand corpses there's some great stuff in that in that movie i
1: really like that but he did he changed direction completely for uh for the uh, devil's rejects it was it was more of like a 70s sort of uh Serial killer y kind of thing, but it did definitely have a Tarantino feel. Yeah. So it'll be really interesting to see how he how he does this third one. Is it going to be another totally different take on it? But apparently all of the main players are back. Sherry, Sher, what's her name? Sherry Moon, his wife. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Sid Haig, I believe they're <laughs> all they're all coming back. So that's that's kind of that's something. Uh, what else do we have here? Oh uh, oh, here's here's a good one that I don't quite get. Okay. This is this falls under the category of. Just because this thing exists doesn't need doesn't mean a movie needs to be made of it. Okay. Uh, the ViewMaster is getting its own movie. Oh my god! I know. It's like so.
0: <laughs> so Lego Lego of course is, is a, a toy, and then they they've made a few other toy or movies based on toys. Like yeah. who could forget Battleship? Well, of course like, that was a big <laughs> that one. That was a huge <laughs> movie. Um, but they they've been doing this, and so now they've decided ViewMaster. Yeah. Uh, Metal and MGM have decided to put that
1: together. I, I don't understand. Like, Lego, you could build things. You could create a world. You could create a whole... But Viewmaster... Is uh, it just going to be, like, 3D slides that's going what by? what thinking. <laughs>
0: or is it... The other thing I was thinking, is it going to be on a round screen? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what, what they're doing with this. I don't know. This.
1: If they can make it innovative somehow, mm-hmm. I'd be all in. But... What? Viewmasters weren't that interesting to begin with. No. I don't know how... <laughs> they, really, they, they were they, interesting they, in 1930s. Yeah. They,
0: well, they were good for, like, two minutes. Yeah. Because remember, you would buy them and they'd, have, like, they'd be, like themed of a show or yeah, something, and it yeah. was, like, four pictures on it, and you're like, that's it? And, <laughs> well, and
1: then the pictures were in 3D because they had that 3D effect. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. But, again, five minutes later, you were done. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I have no idea how they're going to turn this one into a movie, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Oh, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow yes, is out of Marvel.
0: Yeah, she is announced uh. that she will no longer be playing Pepper Potts. And... <laughs> When a tree falls in the forest yeah. and no one's there to hear yeah. it, I don't know. I, I, it's like, there's going to be a lot of people who aren't going to be coming back to the series. So no. I, don't, I, I don't think Pepper Potts is, like, that instrumental no. in it. I mean, it, she was good, but oh, I mean, yeah. she never really did anything like that no. was like... That, I, that did, was, are people really going to miss her? She, she, I don't know. Most of the time, she was just, like, shaking her head at, like, Tony Stark. I yeah. was like, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, going,
1: yeah. <laughs> That was, like, basically her part. That's pretty much true. So, But a big deal is being made of the fact that she's out. So... We'll mention it here. Well, she made a big deal. That she she made a big deal, <laughs> and now we I mean, are, I She was great we for what she did, but yeah. I mean, it
0: was like, I don't know if it needed
1: an announcement. No. no, it really didn't. I don't think anybody would have, going forward, been like, where is Pepper Potts? <laughs> <laughs> I, need that pepper pot. I don't know. Um, the only other thing that we wanted to talk a little bit about uh, with news this week is the issue with fake uh, reviews and fake stories about news and how it's affecting the like rotten tomato scores. This seems to be
0: happening a lot. <laughs> well, it's funny how we depend on these rotten tomato scores, right? People yes. look at them, but they don't always, like, they're not always effective because the. Critics bombed Bohemian Rhapsody, and yeah. then it became a big hit. Yeah. So I mean, it's not always that effective, but they're really just trying to destroy. Like Captain Marvel was like the I think there's another movie too they're trying to do it too, but yeah. Captain Marvel specifically they're trying to like so they're putting fake reviews out before the movies even come out. Yes. No one none of these people have seen it. Yeah. But they're putting it's just to bring the the score down.
1: And I don't know why. I don't know if it's a an anti capitalism thing. I'm not sure exactly what it is,
0: well, but part of it has to do with with her with Brie Larson because she had said something like she wanted more. Women to to for interviews like sort of thing. So I think people were mad, in there. I think there's people that are mad that it's a female hero that it's all based on. Like that's there's a lot of sexism going on, in it, and it's all stupid. And it's like people like, grow up.
1: Yes, seriously. Like, <laughs> it's, it's a movie. It yeah. is just a movie. This is not going to change your life. No, and it's, it's probably going
0: to be great. Like, uh, like, yes. like, So
1: so, but it's it's and, just a trend that we're seeing. That yeah. So I was uh, so. It was announced. I think it was today
0: or yesterday or sometime this week. (laughs) I don't don't even know. Um, (laughs) Depends what day you're listening to it. Um, That they uh, Rotten Tomatoes have taken that function out, so you can no longer review movies before they've come out. Oh, perfect. So which will stop? I mean, people can still review after, but by that time there'll be good reviews and it'll all sort of even out. Right. But they've stopped it, so the a movie can't like right. It was at 28% at one point, (laughs) but it was like like no one's seen it, so it was like so that's they've stopped that, so now you can't go in and do a fake review. and, and why you'd want to
1: is beyond me. There are a lot of people who live in their basements in the dimly lit you know, s- cellar of their parents' house and have <laughs> nothing else to do <laughs> than to judge somebody
0: else's movie. I don't it, know. it makes me mad and it makes me want to get in a car and just drive away. We should do that. Let's do it right
1: now. we got to walk over to it first. Yeah, of course. course uh, we never park it close enough. I don't know why
0: we park it in the building, but... <laughs>
1: It's time for the pump capacitor, but not before we do a little bit of a jog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're back. I don't know why I have to run along with that. Theater of the mind. Um, yeah. So, um, Pop Capacitor this week, we are going back in time. We went to the 70s last time. Yep. Now we're going to go back to about 84 or 83. I think about, yeah,
1: 83, I think it was. Yeah, yeah 83.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to look at a show called V. Now, it's a, it was a mini series at the time. Yep. Let's take a listen.
1: A daring TV journalist struggling to uncover the startling truth behind the alien's visit to Earth and a beautiful and brave young scientist fighting for the very survival of the human race. Together, they take you on a fantastic journey to meet the visitors. Prepare yourself for a television event that's out of this world. Prepare for The Next. Whoa. I'm prepared now. If I wasn't prepared before, I sure am now. I a, the television event that's out of this world. Thanks. We got it. It's like they're aliens. Okay. We got it. Exactly. So, Pun intended. So just
0: if you've never seen VVs about uh, these big alien ships show up on earth, no one knows why they're there. Then the visitors come out who look a lot like us. Yep. And then that's where it's like. Who can you trust? Who can you can't? But And the visitors are here to help, Lawrence. That's all they want to well, do. Well, that's what
1: they want to do. Friendship the Friendship is people. universal.
0: That's right.
1: They just want to take care of us, make us better human beings. <laughs> that's all they want to do. They're just, they need some help from us, and, and we can get some help from them. Exactly. Why would you not want to accept them into our world? They're just nice people. But then... <laughs> <laughs> so this movie...
0: I remember when this miniseries came out, it was like... I was blown away by it. Yeah. Like, I... Fell in love with this miniseries. I thought it was so cool because Star Wars, of course, I think had just come out yeah yeah uh, recently around that time, and um, it was just so it was another sci-fi sort of thing. But it was cool because they all wore like these red jumpsuits, and they they all kind of looked the same, and there was like oh this is cool. They had this really cool vibe to it. Yes, and I remember and. I don't know why, and this is embarrassing, but I was a huge Mark Singer fan.
1: Really? <laughs> yes. So Mark, I don't think anybody has ever said,
0: said that no, before. <laughs> and Mark Singer was like the lead in it, and he yep. was he was the cameraman, yep. and um, a news camera guy who gets invited onto the ship because they they were he was the only one they're allowed to go on and cover. When it when they first came, that's right. And uh, so, um, but he was also in Beastmaster as well. Oh so yeah. So there's all these movies I liked, and Mark Singer was in everything I liked. <laughs> so he was like like the action hero to me. But at the time, I didn't realize that he was like sort of like a B action hero. Yep. But to me, it was, he's like he'll always be an A plus action hero <laughs> to me. And Mark Singer's the best. I was well, gonna
1: say that. well, he's pretty good. He's if he ever good.
0: comes to Comic Con, I'm all over yeah, that.
1: This is going to be a big one for you. Yes. If he ever shows up, Mark Singer, if you're listening, <laughs> just please, please come out just so he can make Loop happy. Just for, <laughs> he's just, been he talked about this nonstop.
0: <laughs> I'm obsessed with Mark Singer.
1: Know, it's true. Uh, but yeah, so the this, this show came out. So I, I was lo- looking a little deeper into the show. Apparently, before it came out, the original uh, um, title for the show was not V, it was actually Storm Warning. Oh really? And, yep. And and the show was not going to be about aliens at all. It was going to be about a fascist government that takes over the world. Um because all along, and if you if you look at the the show carefully enough, you realize that it's it's an allegory for Nazi Germany. Right. Um even their symbol sort of looks a little bit like a swastika kind of the yep. colors, the red and the white and the the whole thing. So originally it was going and, to be a, And there's a lot of parts in it that are like Pretty blatant.
0: Yeah, bla- yeah. like because it was the Jewish like yep. grandfather the, he, who's, who's like, a
1: Holocaust survivor. Yeah, who basically
0: yep. says to them this is what this is rehappening again. That's and right. We gotta do something. But of course, nobody wants to listen. But no. at the same time, people are scared and they don't they don't want to step out of line.
1: That's right. So I mean, and they're they're persecuting scientists this time. Yeah. You know, so it's quite obvious. So originally it was that they weren't gonna be aliens, they were actually gonna be a government. But then With the popularity of Star Wars that you mentioned, the producers decided we should capitalize on Star Wars and make it an alien thing, which is kind of funny when you watch the movie because, like, the first half hour of the movie is – like peppered with star wars references oh it it totally is yeah (laughs) like there's a marching band that actually plays the imperial march (laughs) (laughs) at one point to a parade it's the best it's the best it's so good
0: um yeah it was and then at one point there was a kid playing with like a a v action figure yeah and then so obviously they're like with with the star wars action figure craze at that time like it was pretty funny
1: yes yeah um something else i i discovered are we is this going to be spoilery this this talk. If you haven't seen V by now, you are yeah, in trouble. That's so, yeah, you, you I don't got- think we're spoiling anything. It's, it's only been like forty years oh, or thirty-five sure. years. Okay. Well, we'll just we'll say spoiler just in case. But <laughs> if you want to watch the thing yourself, just stop listening now. But don't because it's fun. <laughs> uh, so so ultimately, the the visitors are discovered to be alien lizard creatures. Right.
0: So One of the most iconic scenes of all time. Oh, one of the coolest. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. So apparently, well, not apparently, there was in the original Twilight Zone series, the Rod Sterling Twilight Zone series, an episode called To Serve Men. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was the exact same story. So this story of V was sort of a bit of a spinoff of a, of a Twilight Zone series. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And in that in that episode, an alien comes to Earth and lands and presents himself as being like total friend to the human race and wants to cure diseases and make life better. Um, and he's carrying around a book that's titled "To Serve Men," because he's there to serve the human race. Turns out. That t- to serve men is actually a cookbook. It's literally <laughs> how to serve men. <laughs> and he's there to eat people. <laughs> of
0: course. Of course. <laughs> Which is really the story of V. Yeah, because V, there was a couple different reasons they wanted to be there. Yeah. Because one of them was to eat people. people. Like, it, that was why. <laughs> then they needed the water, I think, as yes. well or something. There was a, a couple different reasons. Yeah. I think they, they – Having the people there was like a side, like it was like a bonus kind yeah, of thing on yeah. top of what they needed. But, uh, but yeah, it was cool because there's a, a scene where Mark Singer, you may yep. know of him. <laughs> um, he uh, <laughs> he in an event in the in the ship and spots Diana, who's the leader. Or not, well, he's, she's not the ultimate leader, but yeah. she's the leader at the, in this series of um, the aliens. And she takes a rat and she and eats it. Yeah. And then he realizes, oh, these guys aren't what they seem. No, so something is off.
1: Yeah. And and that was see at the time in 1983 when people are watching this. We had no idea what the, what was going to happen, and that particular scene was really well, like the the special effects, like her lower jaw like drops, right, and you see it from in a profile shot, and they and she drops this rat in, and it's like shocking, yeah, like I it, it probably traumatized a whole generation of children because it was, <laughs> but it was shocking. funny because when I watched it, I thought that was like the last scene yeah. of the of the
0: mini like I thought, oh, this is how they end it, and it's like, oh no, there's still like another hour of the mini series yeah. to go, and I was like, but it was it was. It was uh, it was really interesting to rewatch it again because I had not watched it in a while. Yeah, and uh, of course I own it. And in, in what uh, format was it in, Lawrence? It was uh, in that a, was a
1: snap case. <laughs> it wasn't a snap case. <laughs> I was right. like, oh great!
0: <laughs> I, like as soon as you started watching, you like texted me. It's like, oh my god, it's in a snap case. Yeah. I'm like, okay, now I'm really interested <laughs> in this. Like,
1: now snap cases, Now anything not in the snap case is, well, like why, why not would we watch cool it? at all? There,
0: there's a couple of things in, uh, that I loved in this movie. Yeah. Um, uh, Mark Singer in it, you may know of him. Um <laughs> again. Uh when when the fight scenes like he's hanging off like a ceiling like light fixture and he's yeah. like does the classic two two foot boot into the face yes. of someone. It's like some, which like knocks the guy out, which I'm like, that was not enough force to knock a, no. a guy out. Um <laughs> the other thing was the uh so he's wanted, he he saw her and then they find him, they they realize he's seen them and, and everything. He escapes the ship. So he's a wanted man, everybody's looking for him. Right. And uh, he, he's like walking around town with no disguise on nope.
1: and driving <laughs> a, a convertible yes. on top of that <laughs> and waving to people and saying hey i'm mark singer <laughs> <laughs> yeah there co- was a little
0: couple of plot holes was a little bit but but there was a know. lot of like real like I, I was one thing i always look at for and you probably do for tv because he's a tv camera guy and he's, yeah. like, he was he was collecting footage i don't know how many batteries he had for his camera oh, but but at least the you know when the people do live Stuff yes. and, and shows, and they never have any cords hooked up no. to any sort of truck or yeah. anything. But he was like, it made sense how he was carrying the camera, and it kind of like yeah. that. It was just like a beta camera or whatever. Yeah, you but. could
1: you could buy what they were doing for 1983. I mean, it was it, it was pretty pretty well done. Like it was very believable, um, and and the whole story of you know being oppressed by aliens and stuff. It was like scary. Yeah, and it was a good <laughs> it
0: was a good um, slow sort of change of like. Hey, these guys are our friends, and it's like yeah. something's not quite right, and we're just sort of figuring it out. And the, uh, of course, the beautiful scientist, yes. as they said in that opener. It's yes. <laughs> like, what if, what if she wasn't beautiful? How do they describe her? <laughs>
1: the, I don't know, the, the
0: homely scientist. <laughs> the homely scientist. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so so it's it was really good. It was a good cast of characters, yeah. like sort of being brought together, which was cool, like to sort of create a resistance. Yes. And then and then a couple. Of course, there's always a couple dummies in there that do something dumb. <laughs> That, like, draws attention to them, but
1: exactly there has, to, there has to be the comic relief. Um, oh, and it was also, uh, one of the um, m- most memorable uh roles f- played by uh Robert Englund. Oh, right, yes, who was, who was yes, I Freddy forgot, about that. Yeah. yeah, going back to the nightmare on Elm Street. That's yeah. why I couldn't get it out of my head, <laughs> nightmare on Elm Street, yeah, because he yeah.
0: plays a, a V, um, like one of the visitors, but he's not. He's not really with them no like he's sort of like he's with them by like by nature but he's
1: he's really kind of dimwitted like I, I or, feel like, like he's just very innocent he's yeah. very innocent I just feel like he needed a job yeah. And so they were like we need a garbage collector on the on the mothership do you can you do that Yeah I can I can clear some garbage It
0: shows you that not all the uh, like humans not all the aliens are like you know the, the smartest right or right. you know it's like there's a, there's levels of them like and that's why they get to where they where they need to be Yeah. But the, the other thing that was like in the movie that or the show that it was like um there's a character called Daniel who's a human who is sort of like falls in love with the with the visitors and becomes right. sort of part of their like junior what do they call it? It was like a junior forces or yeah, something. Yeah the junior like visitors. Junior visitors <laughs> yeah, or something. But yeah. so and they help and they and they'll inform on people and things like that. He was always sitting on the floor cross legged. Yeah. And this is not a kid. This is like probably like a 24 year old man. Right. Like, though, I don't know how old he was supposed to be. I think he was supposed to be high school. In the, uh, he
1: certainly looked like he was at least 24.
0: Far, yeah. <laughs> but he was always sitting
1: cross legged on the floor
0: at all times. Yeah. So like, it's like, like in front of a TV, like he was a child or something. It was really weird.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I guess he, you know, when you're following the visitors, you don't have the biggest brain. But but he was a very like hateable character. Yeah. Like, he did do a good job with that. Yeah. That, he really so. did. Yeah. I mean, the casting was great. It really, it holds up.
0: Yeah, I'd say like if we had to look back on that, for sure it holds up. Yeah. But the funny thing is that the the story ends, and it's like I thought, oh, this is gonna wrap up, but it yeah. doesn't wrap up. It nope. leaves like a million strings hanging, yeah. And that's because there's another whole mini series yeah.
1: <laughs> after that. <laughs> yeah, well they they intended it just to be a, a single standalone series. But then and then it did so well. It, I wonder if like it was like partway through they decided
0: that they were gonna do another one. But yeah. but it yeah. wasn't like they like this is not self-contained. Like no. it, it, it's totally opened up like it's kind of like the, it sets it up to a beginnings of something, yes. but not quite. So w- the next one is called The Final Battle. That's right. Right? Yeah. So uh, I think in the next show, I think we need to review this oh, and look yeah. at that. There's a <laughs> lot more V to talk about. Yes, because there's the V, The Final Battle. we, yep. we got to finish this up. Yep. And there's also, it spawned a series like yep. at the time in 84. Yep, that and, lasted one
1: season. Yes, and then it was
0: rebooted <laughs> in like probably 20- tw- 2010. 2010 as, an, as a brand new series. Yeah. So it's, well, I think it's good that we take a look at that. Yeah, this I, this is a big franchise. i, I got to find- of course, the uh, the final battle isn't a snap box. Awesome. Or snap case. Sorry, yeah. let's <laughs> get it right. It's a snap it's case. That
1: case. That's
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for the show. Um, how can you follow us?
1: Like, oh, you can. You can go to Loop loopandlarry.ca you can follow us on uh, iTunes you can find us on Spotify. Uh, Spotify as well and at our website we have a website yeah loopandlarry.ca oh, did uh, you yeah. say that already? Yeah, I did say that <laughs>
0: what did you, say? You, but probably, you probably led with that I did and I, I was did like... yeah
1: you were out of the room for that well,
0: yeah, I... <laughs> <laughs> well that's it for the show thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week with V the final battle and a lot more news we'll see you then
1: produced by Matthew C. Loop and Lawrence Simner a Lupin-Larry production. Bueller. He likes it. Hey, Mikey. Bueller. Bad news. Fog is getting thicker. And Leon's getting larger. Inconceivable. Brian's right. It's an elf. Wax on? Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? Oh, Captain, my Captain. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Wax off?